Cool. So we have Jack singing again. So welcome to the podcast. Today we're learning all about how to lead, which is pretty good because we need to lead. We need to have other people besides just us. Otherwise we have some problems. And the good news is that from this episode, we learn that anyone can be a leader. He starts explaining that there is no one size fits all recipe for like, what is the perfect leader? And it's actually very important that you don't focus on trying to be like other great leaders exactly. So if you just try and emulate Steve Jobs, like you're not actually going to be yourself and it's going to be weird and things will go wrong. And actually what you need to do is just be yourself mostly, but then like look at the good qualities perhaps and try and like see what's good and take those on as well. So he then explains the main qualities that you probably try and have that he's recognized all good leaders have. So he um, worked at Pixar and a few other great places and saw these qualities. And the first one is that you need to have a clear vision to follow. And that's not just having like a really big vision. It's also having it very clear is an important word because you need to have very obvious communication that's very simple and understandable. And he makes the example that this one great leader was asked to give a speech I think one of the presidents or something like a commencement speech and they asked him how much time he needs to prepare and he was like well if it's a 10 minute speech i'll need two weeks to prepare if it's a half an hour speech i'll need a day to prepare and if it's an hour then like i can just stand up and do the speech now and the point is that to be concise and clear with your communication it takes time and preparation and you actually really need to think about what it is that you're saying and you have to sort of spend time preparing for things so Yes, be clear and prepared. The second one is to have good judgment about people. Like all good leaders get good people around them and they often have to make these decisions sort of quickly. So you need to hire and promote the best people to create a good team to make your company work well. And you need to recognize the bad decisions as quickly as possible or ideally not make them happen. And you you want to like empower people that maybe haven't shown, like they don't have to necessarily all the CV skills, but like, you know, that they'll have the mindset to like take on the opportunities that you're giving them and be able to promote talent within your organization and recognize people for what they work on. And essentially good judgment about people is the main point on that. So yeah, then he, he goes on to point out that as founders, and generally, I think in nowadays as well, founders tend to be younger. And there's a lot of people out there who are very experienced within the industry who you're going to have to go out and hire at some point. These people might end up being like the VPs of your business, the heads of department, all the rest of it. And you yourself won't necessarily know how good someone is without meeting a bunch of other people like them in the industry. And so when you are hiring people, make sure that you are spending a lot of time getting to know these people and that you learn from them as much as they learn from you because this will empower you to be a very good leader and a very good judge of character when it comes to taking these people on then he moves on to like the hiring process which was pretty seamless and he says that the hiring process is something you have to learn from and as you we actually said on the, the last podcast you're going to make pretty big mistakes when it comes to hiring but there's no way around it there are good liars out there there are people who just won't deliver no matter what they say you have to make sure that you're constantly improving your hiring process that you're constantly adding things that need to be ticked or taking things away that don't need to be Moving on, I really liked this point. He said integrity. And he said that one of the major things is like avoid things that just don't sit well with you. Things that don't resonate on a cultural level, things that don't kind of, you go, oh, I don't think that's the right thing to do. And he said, that's really important that if things don't sit well with you, that's a chance for you to move in a different direction. As a leader and as someone who's showing integrity, it's important that you give your all. And it's important that people around you make sure that you're giving your all. And giving your all in this context as a leader is you're giving your all to the company. And then the last bit is the, the transparency tests when it comes to these points. So the transparency test is if you told everyone how you acted, what you did during the day, what your thoughts were, 
and they were looking at it, would they be proud or would they be okay with the kind of person, the kind of things you're doing? Because someone who is a very good leader and someone who is practicing transparency and has everything at other cards all on the table is going to be a, a very good way of determining if someone's worth following. Following on from this, he asked a really good question and he said, uh, it's important to determine yourself how much trust you're willing to give to other people because the more trust you are willing to give to other people, the more trusting you appear and the better leader you will be. Building trust in people as well, such as like your staff, investors, users, is really important because it shows that you're willing to let them fail, learn, and, and grow within the company. And a lot of people who aren't able to spread certain parts of the company are going to fail because the, the load just becomes way too much. Moves on and says that empathy is incredibly important and timing when it comes to having really important conversations with members of staff, whether it's hiring or firing or even companies in a different direction. Having empathy for your employees' situations and making sure that you the timing when you deliver them things is incredibly important. And finally, and maybe his most pertinent and leaving point was like, always choose the path which will make you get the most trust. So always, when you come down to making a decision as a leader, do the one that is going to make people trust you even more than the previous side. And that's where he ended. Yeah, I, good one. I liked it. I actually thought to begin with, I was like, oh, this is going to be a bit like, okay, what do good leaders do? And then no, my two favorite points, actually. The first one was leaders come in all shapes and sizes. Loved that. And so I've worked with people who just try and be Steve Jobs. And the last one was like, always do the good thing. Do the right thing. Do the thing that's going to make people trust you more by owning up to stuff or anything. So those two points, permanent points, sandwich, a very good talk, in my opinion. I think when it comes to Syncify, I think what you and I will be very good at, actually, is that I know what you're like as a person and you know what I'm like as a person. So I will be able to see very clearly when you're not being authentic and likewise with me. And we have to make sure that we guard each other away from seeming like not authentic. Because if I can see it, yeah, I'm gonna be able to see it clearer than other people but other people will be able to see it as well. And like really steering clear of those kind of things is, is incredibly important. That's something that we're going to have to be pretty, pretty damn good at from the word go. How do you feel about us like communicating at the moment? Do you think we're doing it well? I think we're improving ever more, especially like these conversations have been helping with things. And it sort of, it can be hard when you kind of have different things where we came in from like slightly different angles, which we've had like a very recent conversation about like what our, our roles are and who we are and like responsibilities and these things. And yeah, it was quite a poignant <laughs> thing to just hear about this as in like, which was nice to hear that I think we are getting better with like understanding what it is we are most supposed to both be doing and how we like value each other and that we are like both as in I think whatever you do whether it's like a personal relationship or a business relationship like you always have like some form of exchange value of like what you're giving to what you're getting and the problem is that it's kind of hard to communicate exactly what that is when you just say like oh I'm doing x you don't necessarily put all the emotions behind what it is that you're doing with x and so like I'm like hey Jack be a co-founder but there's also lots of things behind that of me being like, actually, Jack, I really like you. I think you're someone that I respect and can do these things. But also you haven't done this before and I'm giving you a big chance kind of things. And like, it's kind of hard to explain all those things in one sort of sentence and one action of me sending you a text being like, oh, by the way, you should be my co-founder kind of thing. And sort of it can take a while to get all of those things out and like understand completely and sort of had to say that at the right time when it doesn't hurt your ego, that kind of stuff. And <laughs> it's interesting. But yeah, trying to do that in the right way is hard. The timing of things is very, very important. And it's like people often use saying like they use honesty as a tool to be rude and hurtful. 
And that's not actually very wise thing to do. I've heard a lot of people be like, look, I'm, I just say it how it is. Saying it how it is isn't actually very beneficial to cultivating the characteristics of a leader. It doesn't make you any better to hurt someone's feelings. So giving yourself the opportunity to become transparent and communicate very well is so important. Like he points out, take time during your day to go and write out your thoughts. You were taking the time out of your day to go write down your thoughts, but I was just calling you. I was like, no, now, now. I was like working out how to communicate and things and when I'm not too sure about something I, I want to make like the best choice and I need to take some time to like look at things from different angles and think about things sort of like five steps ahead and and I don't feel comfortable talking about it until I've done that whereas Jack's you're more extroverted and you don't feel comfortable when you're not sure what's going on and you so say you're like you just want to call me straight away because you're like Sam's thinking I need to know what it is he's thinking and I'm like I don't want to tell you what I'm thinking because I'm trying to think and then say so sort of trying to get those things right is interesting that exactly and it, it gives me the lesson what i'm going to need to do as well when it comes to comes things and, but also i'm not very good at being in between decisions or in between information my mind goes like crazy it's like when someone was mad at me i couldn't deal with it like i would be like why are you mad at me you can't be angry at me what have, what have i done it really like, really affects me if i think they're holding on to something that i that is to do with me i'm like you have to tell me what it is you have to tell me what it is but that's usually forcing them into a bad decision it's like if people who sit on things and never want to talk about it, bad. People who just turn around and start shouting in the face, bad. People who demand answers without giving the other person the time to think, bad. But the best solution is to be like, hey, can you tell me what you're thinking? Can you tell me at least you're going to be thinking about this and can we talk about it at this time? That is how you go about it. That's the best way to, to really get that transparency and, and communication line open. Sort of lessons to both of us in terms of how we could have made it better on recent things. Anyway, back to sort of going a bit more through these points, it says like anyone can be a leader, which is good because we're kind of slightly different shapes and sizes. So that's kind of handy. And we do certainly have like kind of different personalities. And it's nice to be like trying to pick up on some of the things of great people. But I don't think I, I would ever be very good trying to be someone that isn't me because it would never work. <laughs> I think it's more obvious when you're not being you than potentially when I'm not being me based on you've been quite happy and specific with, with how you are for, for, for a while and you've not probably needed or felt like you've needed to change to suit anyone else. I went through quite a bit of change when I was younger to, to get to the point where I was fitting in. And then once I kind of fit in with everyone, I was like, I don't even enjoy fitting in that much. I, I just want to be like this. And then people that like this also have lots of fun with me because I'm actually good at sort of doing that properly now. And it's fine. I, I get on really well with like the people that I want to get on with and other people like it's fine. I don't like offend them. I'm interested by people always. So I kind of get on with most people at like a kind of quick surface level because I can ask them interesting questions because I'm always interested. But then I won't want to spend like lots of time with them. There's a really good quote by uh, Tupac Shakur. He's talking about like with, with people. He's like, just because you lost me as a friend or we're not friends doesn't mean you gained me as an enemy. I'm bigger than that. I still want you to eat, just not at my table. I love that. That's such a cool way to look at people, isn't it? Like, hey, just so we don't get on, I don't hate you. I don't want you to die. I don't, it doesn't, it's not either like or hate. And I think a lot of people either think that just because you're not liked by someone means they're going to absolutely hate you. It's probably not the case. It's one of those things I'm trying to work out, like then sort of had to have good judgment of people. It's a bit more of a interesting one. Because I, I certainly meet people who I suspect I'd be really good friends with kind of thing. And that you kind of want to spend more time with, but you don't get the opportunity to. And that's, that's one of the nicest things about running my podcast is that I meet people like that. But I have an excuse to like get around to having some proper one-on-one -on -one time with them. And that's been really nice. And it is interesting to see sort of how that's worked out in terms of, because if you don't know what someone's going to be like in a podcast when you talk to them for an hour until you do it, it's sort of where my predictions have worked and not worked in terms of how people end up being and stuff. And 
it certainly taught me a lot but still it's not i mean i haven't tried hiring like 40 people so i'm sure i've got like so much more to learn on that have you had anyone on your podcast that you kind of ended up maybe respecting less than when you had i know you don't name names or anything but like that you end up respecting less or you actually think or think like mm, i don't probably think this person was that good a leader despite what they've they've done don't know about leaders wise i've had one person that sort of said a few things that sounded like they made a lot of sense and this isn't bad things about someone else and then the person that they spoke about then messaged me to be like oh my god this person's saying lots of lies and that was kind of bad and then it turns out that the person that was on my podcast had like maybe some borderline personality disorders and things and it was like oh yeah she did have a bit of like there was something a bit odd about this person but yeah he wasn't quite sure and certainly like spending it didn't come up too much even in the interview but then like following them on social media a bit more is a bit like oh yeah there really is something perhaps not fully right still <laughs> i think the ability to read people then that's why he says like make sure you meet a lot of people because then your bullshit meter bullshit radar i think my biggest issue is that i really like helping people and I, I have a bit of a radar for people that have problems but in a way that i think i can fix them and sometimes that's not always correct i'm getting much better at that through the process of yeah, things going wrong. But that's something I, that's also like a really great skill that I have, isn't that something I was always really good at at school and stuff is finding people that maybe didn't always fit in quite so well and sort of actually being like, ah, oh, you have lots of good qualities. You just sort of come out a bit weirdly with these other things and I can kind of see over those and like I can still be friends with you and actually like amplify the good parts a bit and you can fit in better. And I've done that my whole life with people when it comes to the social and like work side of things as well. And I think it's good, but it's just the occasional person was maybe hiding a few more slightly too broken things that I haven't noticed. You're not going to be able to get away from all of them. There's just no, there's just no way. Definitely. And so like the hiring process is just too short as in you need like six months of actually working with someone properly for things to come out. And like I had a co-founder who I started a business with, like I went around the world. I gone to like a lot of festivals. We sort of worked together on other stuff beforehand. And yeah, he's one of my best mates, but then turns out he did just have some like kind of, personality disorders and <laughs> some very severe issues that I kind of tried to help him with as things were unraveling but then turns out he just fundamentally didn't like believe humans were like nice people and that like, everyone was always just going to let you down so you kind of like predetermined that like everything was going to go wrong anyway and you're like well what's the hell and then he sort of made everything go wrong himself even though he thinks there's other people and it was very confusing and weird but yeah you, you kind of learn a lot from these things it's interesting how you spent so much time with someone and then like up to the point where you're like oh we should do a business together and it was when you did that he let you down that's odd how it got that far don't you think he let himself down as in is in you know like the reality distortion field that people have and like it sort of can be a sign of greatness like sort of steve jobs did definitely have that and there's like a line of whether it's too much or too <laughs> and like i've met some great founders that do have severe reality distortion fields but they're somehow able to make things sort of come together by the time it happens and his was just like a little bit too far on like the idea that he was working on but he believed it too much that he wasn't even lying to us about what he was doing in his head. So you can't really detect someone that's lying if, they, if they're if they not actually lying as far as they're aware. So like that, it was hard to notice those things. And so that makes it a bit awkward. And that is then like when we went, got much deeper into the fundamentals of what we're doing, that like the things that he'd lied to himself about became apparent because like we couldn't fix like fundamental flaws that he just skipped over in his brain. And like, well, like this is just, this is still a fundamental flaw. And like, we just didn't find it until like months into like working through the project. And that was a problem anyway. So that, that certainly helped my judgments of people <laughs> to like get deep with stuff. Uh, on the point about having a clear vision, and I think we've now got to the point 
like we spoke about the one last time about like getting a good vision together and we sort of we feel like we've got like a, a really good vision in terms of like the big picture side of things but we haven't made it really clear it's something that i guess i haven't spent a lot of time on but we're getting much better on it but uh, like you sort of you looked at like my tedx the other week that came out and you're like wow sam you're amazing at these things this is so good why aren't you like this all the time and i'm like it took me like three months to prepare that speech and <laughs> and I, I went like I did a shit ton of like public speaking comedy stuff and like I prepared so much and that's kind of what we do on the vision like I need to put this stuff together so that, that's the process that we're in and we'll get there hopefully before we have lots of people on board that, that's kind of also what Techstars is for as in at the end of it you do the demo day where you pitch to investors over like five minutes literally every week you're pitching so from the start, like you're pitching to mentors and I think not sure if every day, but at least every week you stand up and do your business pitch to everyone else and you're constantly iterating on it and you just keep on practicing it and you do like lots of workshops and things on making that clearer and better. And yeah, they expect that you come in and you're a bit sort of a mess. And by the end, they like make you perfect and clean. But I'd like to have already gone through the first phase of that beforehand because of it's useful. Yeah. Well, the idea got us into the running for it as opposed to like a perfect pitch or anything like that. So yeah, I think it's very good that we are insanely aligned on it. That's why I think with the, when we had the meeting on Monday and I said, it'd be good if Sam writes down what we are doing specifically like, and, and maybe spend some time. To, and I think once you've written it down into like one sentence, five sentences, 20 sentences or whatever the, the thing is, once that's kind of done, I can see that. So I've read your blog a couple of times now and I'm reading it again for the business plan. And I'm more in tune with what you're saying when you say things. And that means when I say something to like an investor or whatever, I'm less likely to not be in line with your vision. And so if you were to just write it down, I'm still relying on those kind of things. But if you were just to write it down and you're like, Jack, this is it. I'd be like, uh, okay, well, I can't really get it wrong now because I'm, I'm looking at it. So that's, that's probably quite an important task for you, for you to do. I think the CEO's main responsibility in my eyes is to make sure that we are on course with that vision that he has in his head three to five years down the line. That's how I like see a CEO is like the guiding person that just makes sure everyone is going towards that. That's why he has executive control over the whole company. And people who are like the CFOs, the CCOs, or the rest of it, we're kind of there to enforce the things that are going to make sure that your vision for where you want to be is kept on the straight and narrow. So it's, it is probably important for you to do that. I think very important for you to do that. In other words, as in, I really like the point about transparency is in one thing I did like hearing is that if you ever write something digitally, like whether it's a text, just expect that someone else will see it anyway. So like whatever your comms are with someone, you should sort of feel like it should be okay if that's public. So you should never be like mean to someone in your texts or sort of say something horrible about other people and just sort of not be bitchy about things is like a good philosophy anyway. But like you should also be that like kind of like that anyway with your life and just imagine if there were other people there like watching you, like would you be doing the thing that you're doing? Like a good one to sort of take ownership of things and then like integrity and stuff. Like everyone sort of thinks that they do this well, but I, I certainly feel like over the last few years, I've kind of quite enjoyed letting go of trying to meet standards or sort of hide things. When it comes to being empathetic and also building trust in people, like investors and the rest of things, if you know someone is going to basically tell them things about themselves that are incredibly revealing and kind of maybe not the best, you're like, well, this person's got integrity. At least they own the stuff that they did, which is a positive thing. Definitely a positive thing. I think it kind of can be like a strength and a weakness, like with honesty as in sometimes I can be too honest. I don't think honesty is ever an excuse for being rude. If you have some bad feedback about someone, you can give it in a very good way that's constructive when you sort of say, okay, actually you did like X and Y really well. I think you almost let yourself down by not doing Z because you could have done that much better. But also this other thing was good. Like that's great. 
Whereas if you go, hey, Zeb is bullshit, it's still the same thing. You're still being honest, but like you can just deliver it in a nicer way. But there are like some things that kind of hurt people when you're being honest with them straight up and sometimes you need to word it better, which can be interesting and hard which is like partly a skill to learn, but obviously it requires time because of that. That's, you know, that's how you build trust and things. But that, that is partly like empathy with your honesty to understand how to do it in the right way. Um, but certainly in some of my things, like I was saying that I like helping people, that's partly why I maybe have too much empathy because of I obviously every single person that walks in wanting a job maybe has some problems that like needs help with and I can't be one trying to give a job to everyone I know who's sort of slightly broken or something, which would be lovely because I'd love to just help all humans and, and things. And, yeah so you do have to find the right balance of this stuff yeah i agree and that's down to us i think to make sure that we get that balance and we learn how to balance pretty quickly no one's perfect but just trying to make sure you're trying to get better and improve it's part of the parcel of becoming good leaders hey yeah yeah definitely so as well as like iterating on your hiring process and learning from it it's just always constantly monitoring yourself and seeing what it is that you're doing and being accountable for your own things ultimately so it's just always all about like feedback and improvement and that's generally the best part of life so good on that i think it's about time to finish the episode yep that was a good one okay thanks people bye bye bye